Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. Hello to everyone. Hello, hello, another hello again and welcome. This is the first Game Global podcast, firstly in a month and secondly of 2021. I've got a lot to talk about today, a lot to talk about. Firstly, you're going to be wondering why the hell has there been no podcast for the past four weeks? Reason being is because right now I'm in Bali. I'm in Bali, I'm in Southeast Asia. I'm actually on the beach in Changu as I record this. I think you can hear the waves in the background. And the truth is, this has been a very transformative experience for me. Really transformative. And I've had a lot going on. And thank you, thank you. Someone just bought me a beverage. And everything I've had going on really ties into what I want to talk about today. Because effectively, today's episode is about the fact that many of us believe that we just want to meet women but that isn't really true and now let me explain what i mean obviously there are guys in this industry who just want to meet women and just want to fuck as many women as possible there's totally guys like that and for the longest time i thought i was one of them but that's actually not the case for most of us most of us just think that that's who we are and the reason we think that is because we've been denied women for so long It's like you want women, but it looks like they don't want you. And you spend so much time obsessing over them, thinking about how to get them, thinking about how to meet them, thinking about the fact that you don't have them, staring at women on the street, online, frigging on apps, thinking about having sex with your friends. You do all of that stuff. And then it gives you this belief that, yeah, you just want women, you just want women, you just want women. But the truth is, If you actually get women, you know what will happen? You'll actually realise that there's more to life. You really will, at least for most of us anyway. And for those that don't want anything more than to just fuck women, well, do what you got to do, because life is short and who's really here to judge? But that is actually the case for most of us. See, like for me, I spent so many years just chasing girls. So many years. I'd go to sleep and in bed I'd be like watching YouTube or listening to some sort of pickup material. If I had a date, obviously I'm on the date. After the date, if the date didn't go well, I'm analysing the hell out of what happened and I'm really trying to think about how I can do better I'm on my way to work and I'm watching some RSD video or something like that I was really 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 deep into it but you see here's the thing I believed that I needed women for happiness that's what I believed and I (coughs) (coughs) sorry I personally believe that most guys in this scene also think the same thing that you need women for happiness but you know something that happens that most people don't really tell you but I'm going to tell you 
once you actually get them, your brain just moves the goalposts of what your brain needs in order to be happy. So like, let's say you have no goals whatsoever and you're like, ah, I just need a girl, then I'll be happy. So then you get a girl. But then when you get a girl, that quickly becomes normal. And then you go, oh, okay, so I need two girls. I need three, I need four, I need a rotation. Oh, you know what I need? What if I have threesomes, blah, blah, blah. And the goalposts just keep moving and they keep moving. And you're never, ever really actually happy just from chasing women. The actual goal itself, in terms of happiness, I believe, is actually just living your life. And just being, like, rather than actually going after a specific goal, per se, it's, you're chasing a goal, but the happiness comes from the act of you doing the chasing. It's the chasing itself that is fun and that you really enjoy. I remember, this is about five years ago, or four years ago. Shit, no, it was five years ago. I'm in London, and I met up with a girl. We had a date. I went back to her place, and I fucked her, right? We fucked on the first date. And on the way back, I'm feeling pretty good with myself because, you know, I did whatever with this girl. Then, afterwards... Like, literally the same day, I'm, I'm going home. I'm actually going home. And while I'm going back, I walk past the bar. And there's two girls stood outside the bar. And the two girls are like, hey, hey, come and talk to us. Come and talk to us. Hey, you, come and talk to us. So I end up speaking to these two girls. Now, they dragged me into the bar with them. Except one of them didn't actually get into the bar. So I'm actually in the bar with another girl. Now, here's the thing. That girl who I was with, she said, what were you doing today? So I told her the truth. I said, I just had a date with a girl and I fucked her. At the time, I figured that me saying that to this girl would mean that any kind of interaction we had would be just platonic. But that's not actually what happened. What actually happened is she was massively into me and started grinding on me in the dance floor, like grinding against me. And at the time, I remember like I was completely, my mind was completely blown. It makes total sense to me now because I was being completely unapologetic about who I was as a person. And I clearly had sex with another girl which gave me some sort of uh, social proof. I get all of that now. But at the time, I didn't know it. But more importantly, I had interest, severe interest, from two women in one day. One I had sex with and one I almost did. And I realised that I was doing something that I had fantasised about previously. And what I also realised was that I felt exactly the same. I did. I felt exactly the same. Nothing really changed. And then it's like, hold on. What is it? Like, what is life? What is it that actually causes this happiness? Because for the longest part of my life, I believe that if I had what I just experienced today, I would feel amazing and brilliant and whatever, but... I felt exactly the same. Like, yeah, there was like a brief bit of happiness, but it was brief. But fundamentally, I was the same person. Fundamentally. But like I said, like, it's not actually about chasing women or even chasing goals, really. Because once you get to a goal, you'll just find something else. So then I would say to you is 
what is it that you're actually passionate about? In terms of you and your life. What is it, besides women, that you're passionate about? Like, if you had everything that you want where women are concerned. Like, you wake up tomorrow and everything you've ever dreamed of is actually there. You actually live that right now. What would you be doing with your life? Because I would argue that whatever the answer to that is, that's actually what you should be doing with your life. I mean, another thing I would say is that, hell, even just in terms of attracting women, women are very attracted to men that have goals and ambitions and, like, things that they're striving towards. I'm writing a book right now, and it makes a huge impression on the women I meet. A huge impression. Like, a huge impression. In fact, as I actually record this, in two hours I'm meeting up with a woman to actually read a sample of my book to her. But it's about the passion so even if you're not doing this for yourself which you actually should do you still need to think well what the hell is it that I am passionate about if all you actually have after working on yourself for a couple of years or so is just an ability to meet women if that's it like it's actually a bit of a waste there's so much more to life there's so much more Are you passionate about writing? Are you passionate about music? Are you passionate about architecture? Do you like to build buildings? Are you really passionate about surfing? I am on the beach in Changu right now. I'm on Batu Balong Beach. Right now I can see people surfing. Is that something that makes you feel happy? Is that something that gives you a reason to wake up in the morning? Is that something that fills you with happiness, joy, pride? ecstasy whatever what is it that you're passionate about are you passionate about saving the environment are you passionate about rescuing animals what do you actually care about because i believe that's what you should be orienting your life around it is a crazy thing when you have a passion that is all-encompassing women tend to come as a result anyway they really do Say, for instance, I'm in Bali right now. Something I noticed very quickly as a result of being in Bali is that, say, if you're in a place like Ubud, the men who are at the top of the social structure in Ubud are men who are like artists. Those are the men who are at the top. So, like, you'll go to somewhere like Ecstatic Dance or something, and at the end of Ecstatic Dance, a band will get together and play a song. And you know what happens? Like, all of the women, they sit and they circle around and they watch the people in the band play the song, And then once they're done, the women start introducing themselves to the band members. I've seen that shit. Now, these guys have no knowledge about game at all, at least not that I know of. But they have a huge passion, and that passion affords them some interest from women. Now, don't get me wrong. If they just have the passion and no social skills, then they'll end up losing the interest that they're getting. That is true. They still need social skills. But the fact remains, you don't need to just study game to get women. That's not true at all. There are loads of men out there, loads of men. Most men on the planet who are good with women have never studied this stuff at all. That is the truth. That is the fact. That is actually just life. What is it that you are passionate about? That you can actually add to your life in addition to this stuff. Now, here's the thing. Like I said before, you probably don't know what that is. But you can actually figure that out. And the way you figure that out is by doing this. You're going to make four separate lists, right? Four lists. The first list is everything that you enjoy doing. Now, when I say everything you enjoy doing, I mean 
everything you enjoy doing. Do not censor yourself. If you like picking your nose, then you're going to write that you like picking your nose. You're going to literally put every single thing that you can think of that you actually enjoy. If you enjoy it, list it. No censorship, right? Zero. Then afterwards, you're going to put everything you don't enjoy. Everything you do, from, from the things that you mildly dislike to the things that you hate. Right? Whether or not that's certain types of people, whether or not that's certain music, whether or not that is um, certain clothes, whether or not that's certain weather conditions, certain countries, every single thing that you dislike, you're going to note it down, right? Every single thing. Then after that, you're going to put everything that you're good at. Now, a lot of people, many of us, we don't know what we're good at. Because we're really good at saying what we're not good at But then when you ask us, hey, what are you good at? We get lost You're probably the same So, in addition to writing everything that you can personally think of That you are actually good at If you run out of things to say, this is what you're going to do You're going to speak to people who know you And you're going to say, hey, I'm um, doing this little experiment to find out about myself And I just need to know what I'm good at So could you please tell me what you think my strengths are and you'll be surprised the things that people will say because the people who know you and they know you really well they'll actually know things about you that you didn't even know yourself you know if you look at your friends like there are skills that you believe your friends have that you've never ever told them about and you just assume that they know because you think that they're good at it but they probably don't know because no one's ever told them and they've never realised that that was actually a skill same thing will be true with you so you're going to write down everything that you're good at. After that, you're going to write everything you're not good at. Every single skill that you don't have. And now what you're going to have is you're going to have these four lists, right? Things you like, things you don't like, things you're good at, things you're not good at. This set of lists right here is going to be like the treasure chest or the diamond mine that you will mine in order to find things to do with your life. Because essentially, essentially it'll be like this. Things that you're good at, you're going to spend a lot of time doing. I'm good at writing, so I spend a lot of time writing. I'm good at coaching, I spend a lot of time coaching. Fine. Things that you like doing in general, you're going to spend a lot of time doing as well. Like, if you like watching football, you're going to try and do that as much as possible. If you like spending time with your family, you're going to try and do that as much as possible. Things you're not good at, you're going to try and avoid. Things that you don't like, you're going to try and avoid. Now, here's the thing. There will be some crossover with all of this. Because let's say, as a result of looking at this list, you go, oh my God, right? I really hate... Um, what well, something you really hate? I really hate bad weather. I really hate bad weather. But I like to build. And I've got a really awesome idea to build like this awesome kind of umbrella that's going to collect that's going to save you from the rain and maybe collect rainwater and turn rainwater into coca-cola that is the best i could come up with in short notice i'm sorry it's not great but let's say you come up with that right fine but you realize that you're actually even though you like building you're not good at it so you probably need to enhance your building skill okay fine but let's say you decide then that you want to become an actor let's just say you want to become an actor but you're terrified of public speaking so you want to be an actor, but you're terrified of public speaking and you don't think you're good at it. So you now need to learn to become good at public speaking. 
There will be crossover. Not everything that you like is going to be good for you and not everything that you dislike is going to be bad for you. But still, as a result of looking at all of these lists, you can get a good idea of what you should be orienting your life around. And then once you orient your life around things that are meaningful to you, well, you'll have a purpose, you'll have a reason for living and you'll notice that you'll actually kind of attract women anyway. You really will. They'll just kind of fall into your life. In addition to the social skills that you're building. But another thing I want to say is, it's like, life's actually about the journey. It really is. Like I alluded to earlier when I said that, I had that bit of success years ago and realised that I felt no happier. That's kind of true. That's true with everything. I noticed, right, when I was younger, I was overweight. I was really overweight and I didn't like myself, blah, blah, blah. So I worked out and I got in shape. And you know what? When I had a six-pack, I actually didn't feel any better. I didn't. And that that six-pack was the goal. Like, that's the goal. And I got the goal and I felt exactly the same. And, you know, something that I've learned is it's about the journey. That's what you have to enjoy. So when you're going out there and you're trying to get better with women and stuff, don't have this idea in your head of being like Mr. Big Time Player and tell yourself that you're not going to be happy until you reach that. Because if you do, you'll never be happy. Because when you reach Mr. Big Time Player, your brain will go, Mr. Big Time Player is normal, hence I need to be super Mr. Big Time Player. You'll be happy for about four or five minutes. There's like MMA fighters who say things like, oh, when I won the world championship, I was happy for like half an hour. And then I was like, oh shit, what next? That's it. What you need to do is enjoy the act of becoming the person that you want to be. Like, that is actually what's fun. What's fun is, say, let's say you're like, okay, I'm learning... I'm really passionate about enhancing my body and becoming flexible. So the act of enhancing your body and becoming flexible, that is where the fun lies. That's where the joy come, the joy stems from. It stems from that. It stems from you waking up and then stretching yourself and feeling your body get a little bit more supple every week. And you're like, yeah, oh God, yep, 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 yep. I'm doing it, I'm doing it, I'm doing it. It comes from that. It comes from actually enjoying it. Think of freaking... Anything that you got really good at, right? Let's say like video games. I don't know about you, but you see me with video games. I got fucking sick at video games when I was younger. And you know why? Because it was about the process. I just sit and play them. I just sat and I played them. And I just loved playing them. And I didn't even realise that I was getting really good really quickly. Because I was just playing them. And then as a result of just playing them, well, firstly, my skill level went through the roof. But secondly, I just enjoyed it. I just loved it. Same with reading. When I was a kid, I just loved reading. It wasn't about a goal. I wasn't reading the book to get to the end of the book and say, oh, okay, I've read the book. I enjoyed reading the book. Reading the book was fun. It was exciting. It was exhilarating. It was everything I fucking wanted. What is going to bring that for you? You know? Now, another thing I want to say is, like, you see, in this whole scene, there's a lot of pressure on guys to be like the biggest pimp in the world there's a lot of pressure and I get where it comes from as well but there's some stuff I don't really agree with like I was on a Facebook group once and you've probably seen stuff like this before anyway where someone will post up a screenshot of some girl's DMs 
And in this one, some God sent you a message and his message said, hey, we matched on Tinder and I just had to reach out to you and say that I think you are amazing and I'd really love to talk to you. And everyone in that comment section was laughing at that guy. And like, oh, what a loser. Ha, 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 oh, what a loser. And here's the thing, here's the thing. Is that guy a bad person? No. Is that guy an idiot? No. Does that message that guy sent make sense given where that guy grew up and everything he has been taught by society about women and dating? Yeah, it totally does. Is that a an optimal message to send to a woman whose attention you're trying to get? No, it isn't. Is that guy going to get success with that message? Most likely not. But here's the thing. Do we need to laugh at the guy? No. Why do we not need to laugh at the guy? Well, firstly, all of us have been that guy at some point in our lives. That's why we're part of this industry. That is literally why. And actually, rather than like tear down guys who haven't got to where we are yet, we could actually just be helping everyone up. But the thing is this, because we all know how it feels to be the loser that wasn't getting the attention from women that we wanted, because we all know how that feels, we hate it. We hate it. And we love to think that we're not that person anymore. And by comparing ourselves to someone who's actually still in that place, it allows us to feel better about where we are right now. You know, it's just not necessary. It's not necessary at all. Another thing I want to say is, well, see, like, where game's concerned? How far do you actually want to go? But how far do you really want to go and how far is actually going to make you happy? Do you want to become somebody who's dating different women every single day? Is that actually what you want? Because you know what? There are downsides to that. I'm in Bali right now, and that is literally what I'm doing right now. And there is a part of my ego that smiles as I say that, but you know the truth is? It actually takes up your time. I had like four dates in one day last week. Thursday? Or was it Friday? Four dates in one day. And it's like, oh yeah, it sounds so cool. I had sex with one of them as well, but it took up other time that I could have been using to do other things with my life. It did. I didn't get to write my book in that time. And my brain was kind of all over the place because I'm managing all these different fucking relationships with women. And I'm actually spending money as well. And the truth is, not all women are actually worth your time. They're actually not. Not all women are worth your time. Some women are worth your time and some women are idiots. And some women are just somewhere in between. How far do you really want to go? Do you really want that? Because I don't want it anymore. I personally want to settle down. That's actually what I want now. I personally want to settle down and have kids and do all of that stuff. Is that what you want? If it is what you want, then go for it. And don't feel bad or don't make anybody tell you what they think you should be doing. You know? What do you want? Live your life the way that you want to live it. Live your life the way that's going to make you happy. There's a lot of pressure to be the biggest pimp in the world, but it's not necessary. This is the truth, right? You know all a guy really needs? You need to, number one, get your health in in order, right? Get in the gym, get your body active, get your body fit, etc. Number two, you need some social skills. Number three, you need to sort yourself out financially. Number four, get like a kind of purpose in a career. And there you go, you're good. You're kind of good. You got all of that, you'll be a great catch and women will want you. Women will freaking, freaking, freaking want you. <clears throat> oh, and another thing I want to say as well. This is another thing I've been thinking. You know, this is a little bit of a um, stream of consciousness episode today, but it is what it is. Screw it. 
I see so many people in this scene who are hell-bent on learning game because they believe that they can't learn anything else and that is absolute bullshit. So there's so many guys out here that are doing cold approach, right? You're going out and doing cold approach and it's like, oh, well, I can't get myself a good body or I can't build myself up financially. I can't get status. It's like, says who? Says who? Who says there's any one thing that you can't learn? Like, there is no one thing that you can't learn. There's literally nothing that you can't learn. If, if you took up boxing at the age of five, right, would you necessarily be Mike Tyson? No, not necessarily. You might not have the inherent natural gifts that would take you right to the fucking top. But if you boxed every day since the age of five and you took it seriously, you would be a professional boxer by now. You would be one of the top thousand boxers in the world. You would be. Top two thousand at least. You would be at the top of the boxing like ladder you just might not be the absolute very best boxer in the world you can learn anything i taught myself to dance like five years ago i just danced every day for like 45 minutes for four months and i got incredibly good and you know what i was shit at dancing before that shit like shit i was terrible and i danced every day and i got so much better you can learn anything who's to say that you can't get a good body you think you can't get a good body because you've never had a good body but who's to say you can't do you really do you not realize right that when you go to the gym what happens is the way your body gets bigger is you work out right and by working out you tear your muscles you physically rip your muscles as a result of physically ripping your muscles they grow while you're sleeping the only reason why you've never built up a body is because you've never tried if you try it will happen it might happen slower for you than for other people maybe but it will happen your body will transform if you sit down and eat mcdonald's all fucking day things are going to happen to you who's to say that you can't start a business who says who says who says so the guys in this industry that are using games as a way to build themselves up because for some reason they believe that this is the only way that they can quote-unquote compete who the fuck says who says you can't learn freaking brazilian jiu-jitsu or wrestling or thai boxing who says who says there's anything that you can learn the only person that's holding you back from doing anything you might want to do is actually you it's literally just you you're the person that's holding yourself back so just actually do that stuff do that stuff and you know like i said before at the start of this if you just want to meet and fuck women and that's all you want do you because i really don't judge life is so short none of us really know why we're on this planet none of us know how long we're going to be on this planet and you know what women are sexy and if you want to fuck them enjoy yourself but if you actually want more don't feel like you can't don't feel like you shouldn't go after the things that you want because you either can't get them or because you have some obligation to people in this scene to be like some massive player there's no obligation whatsoever ice white who i work with he's he's a dad he's married and he's a dad and he's got a daughter i think his daughter was about six months nine months old now maybe even up to a year or so and he's married good for him good for him i'm happy for him joe elvin He's basically travelling the world to do some women. Good for him. I, this is what I want. I'm 38 years old. When I'm 41, I'd like to have a child. But that's what I want. What the hell do you want, man? What do you want? Which actually leads me on to something else as well. I mean, I am quitting as a dating coach in June. If you've been watching the uh, daily videos I've been making on the Game Global YouTube, 
you will see that, yeah, I'm leaving as a dating coach in June. What am I leaving for? I'm leaving to become a full-time writer of children's books. So here's the thing. On the one hand, I'm this dating coach, but on the other hand, I want to write children's books. But why do I want to write children's books? You know why? Because I wasn't always a freaking dating coach. At one point, I was actually a child. And when I was a child, I was reading Asterix, I was reading Tintin, I was reading Obelix, I was reading, reading Enid Blyton and Jacqueline Wilson books. And I loved them with a huge passion. And you know something? What I would rather do, rather than coach men, is I would rather write stories that inspire a whole generation of human beings. That's the thing I would rather do. That's what would make me really happy. So that's what I'm going to leave and I'm going to do. That's what I'm doing. That's how I want to live my life. I would much rather be a children's author than a dating coach. Do I like being a dating coach? Yes, I do. Do I love the, the lives that I've changed? Yeah, I do. I love that. But this actually means more to me. And the truth is another thing I've actually realised as well is that when some guy comes up to me for coaching and he's like, Kieran, I can't meet women or Kieran, I'm really unhappy with life and I've got no direction, which I hear all the time. You know, when those guys come to me, it's like a lot of the damage has been done, obviously, because they're in their 20s, their 30s or their 40s. By writing children's books that inspire kids to realise that they can grow up and become the kind of people that they really want to be and that they can live life on their own terms and that they're awesome, they're amazing, they've got strength, they've got virtue, they've got character, they have potential, they have self-worth. By writing those kinds of stories, I can get people while they're younger and have a bigger impact on the world anyway and not have to repair damage when they're adults. So this is the kind of stuff I'm thinking. But as I've said multiple times throughout the course of this episode, who are you and what do you want? What the hell do you want for your life? Because I am here to say whatever it is that you want, you should go for it. You totally should. Now here's the thing. If you need any kind of help or support, you should contact me. Because, number one, I can help you figure out what you want from your life. And number two, I can help you to meet women. So, if you would like to be coached by me, bearing in mind that I'm leaving as a coach in June. So, this is like the last time that you're ever going to get to be coached by me, effectively. If you would like to be coached by me, then calendly.com forward slash Kieran Callen C-I-A no C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y dot com forward slash C-I-A-R-A-N C-A-L-L-A-N there's going to be a link in the description as well hit me up let's have a chat let's have a conversation and we will establish a roadmap to take you from where you are right now to where the heck you want to go Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to me prattle on for over half an hour. Take it easy. Au revoir. See you later. Have a good day and goodbye.